world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Gun people are truly the best people. We know we're the third tier. We're the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens that wait to get permits and uh, go through the entire legal process and then get tousled and uh, tossed around and treated like criminals. I, I hear stories every day of people coming into my range. and uh, But some things keep me going here. So I get this envelope in the mail, and uh, there's a card in it. It says, Dear Tracy and Anthony, may your future be happy day in and out, the fulfillment of all that you're dreaming about. May the, your joys be unending, your plans all come true, and may life always hold all the best things for you. Congratulations and best wishes for a wonderful future, your family at CNJFO. Oh, man, how nice. And uh, so everybody signed it. Jan Nepper, Jack Pyle, some of them I can't read. I apologize. Teresa Einacker, uh, God, Eric Saperstein, Dan and Louise uh, Grotovic, uh, it might be Matt, I'm not sure here, but Rosie signed the card like John Hancock. Nice. <laughs> I love him. You guys, He's gun great. people truly are the best people. I mean, we're two-way organizations and advocates, and I get married, and, and they go out of their way to uh, to uh, to thank uh, everybody, so I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to give everybody a little spectrum uh, uh view of how government works, Andy. So when we built the original gun for hire 10 or 11 years ago, uh, we built it where an existing building was. And then four years ago, we broke ground to build the building next door, Mount Gunmore. And the uh, maps had changed, the flood maps had changed. So we had to build that building three feet higher than this building, which cost about another half a million dollars, right, right. to, to, to right. build the building up. <laughs> so we built the building up. Now we're right down to the wire, finishing the, the building. We're getting all the final approvals and everything. We're ready to turn the lights on. And the uh, DEP changed the flood maps again <laughs> um, from when we broke ground four years ago to now. So the inspectors, who've been very good up until this point, turned around and said that, oh, you, you need floodgates on all the doors in the new buildings. So my first <laughs> response is, what's a floodgate? So for my listeners that don't know, uh, two channels have to be put on all of your exterior doors, whether it's a bay door, factory door, front entrance or whatever. On both sides of the door frames, you have to put a piece of channel coming straight down. And this aluminum thing slides down with a rubber seal on the bottom and locks in so that if there's a flood, it prevents or slows the water from coming into the building. A great idea. Yeah. So I have to get an engineer, and I just had to order nine doors of floodgates. <laughs> just right? nine? 
nine nine doors which big bucks it's gonna uh, i'm hoping i'll be able to get a provisional tcl and open before they come do you by have to showing them a the other doors too wait 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 wait. so <laughs> I, I i have to get approval i'm so i'm hoping that it'll help with you know i could facilitate a faster opening since i showed i ordered them because it's really not a safety issue it's an issue of if my building got flooded my insurance and me would would get damages so right. because the, the way government works my building that is three feet taller has to have floodgates, but my building that's three feet lower doesn't have to have floodgates. <laughs> this is the bureaucracy at work. Enough yes, said. Enough said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, what yeah. I'm probably going to do is I'm probably going to put floodgates in the old range, too. Or sandbags. I have sandbags already. We've only had one instance now where there was flooding, and that was because of the Jeep dealership had the landslide. Two right, or three years right. ago, yeah, remember right. that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only time we're per se we're not in a flood zone. It's just after every hurricane or something, the R Army Corps of Engineers uh, changes the flood maps. I just I just think it's interesting that my three feet taller building needs floodgates and my three feet lower building doesn't <laughs> because that becomes an indoor pool. Yeah. And and I understand how the law works. It's because of yeah. new construction, right? right? You know, and, and I understand that. So it's it's all new construction. Uh, but that's how it works. We're the third tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. See, now, if you're the first tier, if you're the first tier and you're a king, you can go to your villa in Italy for vacation. Oh, yes, you could. Because COVID will not affect you. No, not at all. Okay, so Murphy is going on vacation on August 19th for two weeks. And Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver will serve as acting governor, and him and his family are going to be traveling international, obviously, you know, private jet or whatever. And they're going to be at their villa, and they're going to be intermingling with people with the Alpha, Omega, Delta, and X-ray variant or whatever it is that's out today. <laughs> but he's allowed to do that, just like Obama's allowed to have a huge party, because we as a third tier, they just say, let them eat cake, right? right? That's, that's what we it. are. Yep. We, we, just, we just eat cake. And I'm going to give you a great example. So we, we all know New York is completely out of control, right? Completely. The, yes. the, the, the criminals are running yes. everything, Absolutely. right? Harpo Cuomo, the molester, and the Big Bird de Blasio, the idiot, right. they, they don't give a shit about nothing but themselves, right. okay, and, and, their, and their dynasties. Like well, in New York, every other correct, bail reform, uh, George Soros, back prosecutors, uh, district attorneys, excuse me, the, all, the criminals are all out, I, and I have stories here I can share with that over and over again, and I'm going to share some, but <clears throat> the third tier. Here's a, here's a quick story from, from, from the Post. You ready for this? Upper West Side woman was handcuffed, tossed into a police holding cell, and treated like a criminal because she was walking her two dogs without a leash in the Riverside Park. Are you serious? Dora Marchand, 29, took her two mini Australian shepherds, Comet and Sophie, out for a walk on August 4th and only took doggy bags and her keys with her, leaving behind her leashes, her phone, and her ID. She's a recent transplant from uh, San Francisco. Now, where she came from, humans can poop on the street, but dogs can't poop on the yeah, street. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. they have a law against that. Yeah. In San Fran, I can, yep, drop trowel, I can drop right trowel and poop right there. Yeah, but right if there. my dog does, I got to pick it up. Yeah, okay? that's true. Yes. So someone approached her at the park and said, "You don't have leashes for your dogs," and he was a park officer. 
And then he asked her for her ID, and she said, I don't have any ID on me. I left everything. So the cop basically said that since you don't have ID, we don't know if you have any warrants against you. Now, she needs, I thought having ID was racist. Where's your papers? Where is your papers? Oh, I got beat up for, on, on, on media for that for a while ago. So they took her and the dogs, and they put the dogs in cages, and mm. uh they arrested her and they, they put her, put her in, a, in a holding cell. Oh, now, lucky for her, while they were locking her up in the park, a good Samaritan walked by and said, ma'am, do you need help with anything? She said, can you please call my boyfriend and tell him what's going on? So her, th- this stranger called her boyfriend, because God forbid the cops would yeah, say, God forbid. Well, you let, want, let you want us call. to call your yeah. boyfriend? He can come here with your ID Let's and we don't have to go to your, through this whole process? Right, walk to your building. You can get your ID. Now, I picture while this whole exchange is going on two people were bludgeoned right. <laughs> within a 20-foot diameter of this was going on right. another woman was sexually harassed right. and someone else was shooting heroin right exactly right there. right right yes. there and the right. cops had this woman spread eagle and handcuffed right of course low-hanging so, fruit correct so her boyfriend met her at the police precinct with her id and she has two tickets totaling $525 in fines for not having her dog's leash. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to hear stuff from Jess and everybody else. Oh, yeah. Dogs are supposed to be on leashes. Yes, for, for She is wrong. Dogs should be on leashes for two reasons, okay? And Jess told us this already, because your dog might run up to an aggressive dog. That's right. And then it's not it's it's your fault if that aggressive dog attacks your dog. That's right. So a leash isn't only to protect other people from your dog. That's right. So she should not have had the dogs without a leash. Right. She is 100% wrong. Give her a ticket for not having the leash dogs, fine. Walk her to her house and let her get her ID or have one of the cops use her phone and or, or call for her and get her boyfriend down there with her ID. But see, she is a third-tier person. This is a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen walking their dogs that lives in the Upper West Side, and she needs to be taught a lesson. Do you understand? She needs to be taught a lesson. But she voted for it. How about this? So on the other side of this, this is how it works in New York and New Jersey, people. This is from Lou Maffey. This guy gets released from prison and 48 hours later kills somebody. Jerry Crawford, 25, serving time on burglary charges, was released on public health emergency credits. Mm. This is a new thing now. Okay. To mandatory parole supervision. The State Department of Corrections confirmed. Corf Crawford, an Atlantic City resident, and Yusuf Waits, 23, of Bridgeton, are charged with murder in a November 6th shooting. He was released from prison on November 4th, <laughs> and he killed somebody later. on he November 6th. But he got health credits, public health emergency credits. Right. Would any of us, if no. you were pulled what over and you had oh, a gun in your car or an 11-round oh, magazine, would right. you get public health credits? Yeah, I doubt that very, very much. Yes, yes, I yes. talk about this all the time. When will the masses wake up? We have been conditioned by the media. We have been conditioned by the elites that what they do is acceptable. What we do is not acceptable. And we need to be guilty for everything. Yep. Right. Everything we do has racist connotations. Uh, what, what's it? White privilege, this privilege, that privilege. Right. Ninety percent of the people who shoot in my range are minorities of color or whatever. I don't see a lot of white privilege in here loading their magazines and shooting. 
Yeah. Okay. Right. So these these two shitums, this one gets out, and two days later he kills somebody. But he got public health credits. Hey, I mean that makes it that makes it right, right? Oh yeah, sure, yeah, exactly right. We have to we have to protect the uh, prison population. I guess that is the public health issue in mm. prison. You see the Chicago cop that was that was uh, shot and killed the female. Horrible. The guy who supplied the gun, judge gave him bail. It's unbelievable. So it was a straw purchase that he bought the gun and from Illinois, and he gave it to his friend, and his friend is the one, his name is Jamal Danzi. His friend was the one that used the gun. He Prosecutors say he falsified federal gun paperwork to purchase a pistol last March from a dealer in Hamilton, Illinois, intending to provide the weapon to a Chicago man who wasn't qualified to buy firearms. So U.S. District Court Judge Jeffrey T. Gilbert agreed to a $4,500 unsecured bond. That means he got out for $450. That's right. He supplied the gun that killed and, uh, and hurt another. The other officer got shot in the head. He's in critical condition. They so, don't talk so, about him anymore. So we re- do, do, do we really want to stop this quote-unquote gun crime, gun no. violence? No. Yeah. We've talked about no. this how many times? A million times. And see... Bond does. Oh wait, I'm sorry. When Bond does not require posting cash unless he violates the imposed condition. He got out for free. An IOU. Yeah, he got out on an IOU through a telephone hearing. Judge Gilbert, start judging the judges. You know this judge doesn't live in a crime-infested area. You know this judge has a Whole Foods. Right. And yes. a Trader Joe's in yep. his upscale Tony neighborhood yep. where the cops have license plate readers and they pull anybody over in a town like his that doesn't belong in that town. You betcha. Yep. All right. And that's not racism, ladies and gentlemen. That's classism. That's right. Okay. We don't want any undesirables in our town. That's like, it's like Greenwich, Connecticut. Drive through Greenwich, Connecticut. Deal, out of New state Jersey. Play. Drive, Drive through Deal, Deal, New Jersey. Watch what happens. How many judges live in Deal, New Jersey? Oh, a whole ah, lot. How many yeah. judges live in Greenwich? Right. And then we have towns in New Jersey, same thing, North Caldwell, Alpine. Drive through some of those, yeah. Cluster. Yeah. Drive through some of those towns and Go watch what happens. Go get an old beat-up pickup truck yeah. and uh, drive through uh, you know, any of those towns. Yeah. So released, yeah. released with an unsecured bond. Nice. And we're told all the time that we need stronger gun laws in this country, right? We have strong gun laws. The problem is the first tier does not enforce it against the second tier. You're they right. only enforce the gun laws against the third tier. That's right. Straw purchases and firearms traffickers, Sandy, should be dealt with serious, serious. seriously, yes. okay? Yeah. But when someone knowingly buys a gun and gives it to someone for a criminal purpose, they should rot in prison. Listen, in South Africa, that person, Jamal, he would be held for the crime as well. Yeah. He would be charged Absolutely. with murder of a police officer <clears throat> as well. As he should be. It, correct, because he facilitates. He but no, yeah. we get a judge who could give a shit. They're so detached from reality because, let's face it, judges are the first here too. All of you take a test. This used to happen to me, but I don't not let it happen anymore. When I was younger and more naive and before I coined the three-tier thing, we've all at one time or another went, when we went to a, an occasion or an event or a wedding or a party or a mixer and go, oh, he's the mayor of the town. Oh, we have Judge So-and-so is here today. Like they were, be, like they were royalty. Yeah, like they were Am royalty. I right? Yeah, have you ever right. felt that way, Sandy? No, I've never felt like that. You never felt that way? No, come on. When you were younger, you were not influenced oh, no, that wait. way? Oh, no, wait. Oh, influenced it. Yeah, yeah, but I've never felt like I was royalty. 
No, 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 no. You felt mm. like they were like royalty. Oh, like, sure. like, oh my God, I better pull my pants up and make sure I don't have, you know, any kale stuck between my teeth because, uh, you know, uh, the mayor a... just came in here or the, uh, we have a, an appellate judge. Like, you feel that way. We've allowed that to happen. Yes. They breathe and bleed just like us. And it's nothing new, Ann. I had a great uncle who was a New Jersey Supreme Court justice who literally owned his mansion uh, is now the where the courthouse is in Hackensack. He, that he basically sold that to the city of Hackensack and moved up on Summit Avenue in another mansion. And my father was his caretaker. He used to cut his grass and pick his uh, vegetables out of his garden and whatnot. They all genuflected to this guy. Yeah, I mean, but I felt that way before. Yes. I'm like, guys, the mayor is coming in today. And then I had an awakening maybe 10 years ago, and I'm like, what? Right. No, no, no. I'm the business owner that pays taxes. Right. I, I'm Mayor not going to feel ass. excited. That's right. I am not going to. I employ yep. 90 people, soon about 130 right. when the edition opens. There's right. no way I'm going to be made to feel that way anymore. Right, exactly. It's bullshit. It, it's it's straight up bullshit. So, but we've all felt that way. Take that test. Think about it in your head. Oh, we have a councilman coming to this barbecue today. Oh, we have a senator, state senator coming to this barbecue today, or whatever it is. Right. We've all probably felt that way. They've poised themselves in this position, absolutely, and we've allowed it to happen. Look at the fundraisers, Ann. Ugh. Look I at the fundraisers. Invited, I just got invited to two in September, and uh, I'm going to be in Florida during one, and I'm going to have knee surgery during the other. I told you when you know I used to work down in the, in the uh, we used to oversee the medical department in, in the Capitol, and you would see these new freshman Congress people come in, and the line would start outside their door of everybody wanting to give them money. The 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 the, the pomp and circumstance around these people was insane. It, it just it totally changed their their personality. And I'm ninety percent of them. How can oh, it not? Yeah. How can it not? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there was this article uh, by Cindy Adams in the Post. It was an opinion piece, but it was August 9th, uh, and she wrote, Hollywood keeps putting out movies revolving around guns, and this is something I've talked about forever, right? Most of Hollywood, if not all of Hollywood, is completely anti-gun. Yeah. But yet all they want to do is make movies where they show bad gun handling and bad gun storage and wanton killing and murder and abandon and torture and everything, right? And yet they come out all the time anti-gun, anti-gun, anti-gun. But it's all about gun sales and the thrill. And then they take that money and they use that money that they're making mm -hmm. to try and take our gun rights away. Right. Because and real the, guns are bad. Correct. And it's it's everybody, you know, from Arnold Schwarzenegger to yeah. Liz Hurley. To, yeah. I mean, the list here, Kate Beckinsale. I mean, there's just so many of these Hollywood people, you know, uh, and most of them have arsenals, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Most of them, yeah. 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 You can guarantee it. Yeah, most of them have arsenals, and some of them have been arrested with illegal guns in their house mm. and everything, you yep. know. But because, again, though, it's good for me, but it's not for thee. That's right. And, you know, it's the first-tier elites over and over and over again where, you know, uh, our, our past president can have an event with 700 people under a tent, and that's Free okay because, that. yeah, because they're sophisticated. Yeah, right. Right. They're, they're, they're yes, sophisticated. Sophisticated. He, you know, he's, it's a more sophisticated, educated crowd. So uh, then I guess you're immune. 
the virus knows this. I guess pathogens are pretty smart. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I used to think they were dumb. Again, first year over and over and over again. I just don't know when people are going to wake up. So yesterday's report, we had 240 illegals crossed our border into our country. And uh, Border Patrol is saying at least 20% have COVID. Let me tell you something. You know, the thing that we're worried about always is a shift, you know, in, in, in a virus. You know, there's, there's not to bore everybody, but there's two different types of shifts. There's a, you know, a, a, an energetic drift and a shift. Um, you know, viruses change all the time and pathogens change all the time to adapt. They, you know, they, 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 they adapt and overcome. Uh, but when they shift is when we worry about it because it becomes a whole new thing. And we've been watching now the Lambda variant out of um, South America. It is exploding in South America and we have a porous southern border. And this particular variant um, is showing to be immune from all vaccine and natural immunity. Thank you very much. So you know how do we have a president goes up in a podium and tells us kids have to wear masks yeah, we can't travel we can't have parties we can't have this and our border has okay. never been more porous how yeah. about all of our border patrol officers and law enforcement that are putting their lives at risk not only from the criminals crossing the border but how many of them they're going to contract covid and maybe pass away and die and then you're lecturing us and now we just found out that the um cdc had the numbers wrong in texas and the numbers wrong in florida Coincidentally, by the way, by tens of thousands of cases, they misreported. Right? Well, look, but, don't, don't get me going on that. No, I know, but but how does the president come out and tell us that we all have to pitch in? We may be locked down again. We're going to be masked again, and we have a quarter a quarter of a million people. Sandy comes through the border. We have over over two million people are coming into this country illegally. You know, it'll be three million soon. That's three point three million. Is one percent of our population yeah, are coming? Right. Who is paying and supporting for all of these people? Right. Don't get me right. wrong. I have a heart. All right. I don't like to see anybody suffer. But who's supporting these people? My parents get eighteen hundred dollars a month Social Security. They got a two dollar raise last year. Right. Right. I know it's a big scam. You have all of these charities like Catholic charities and stuff. They sponsor all the illegals coming in and then they get all kinds of government subsidies for housing and right. food and everything. Right. So there's profit to be made. There's a Lots hierarchy to yes, be made. I, I get it. I get it. But at what cost? You're changing the face of our country. And immigration is good. I'm the product of immigrants. So are you. Yes. But it has to be done the right way. It has to be metered the right way. Mm hmm. And the people who came and, and, and the people who emigrated in our family who came over were so proud to be Americans. They didn't burn flags. They didn't say what was wrong with America. If America sucks so bad, why is everyone trying to break into it? Correct. You know, the Olympics had the lowest ratings ever of tv recordings since they've been recording it's, Nielsen. It's, it's hilarious. You and I talking about a sports event. <laughs> but what's funny is I used to watch the Olympics when I was a kid with pride and and it's the you? only yeah. time yeah the only time every four years I would watch gymnastics or swimming or something like Curling. that because we I always I still don't know what that is but I I always wanted to root for us and our flag and our right, country right, right, and then right. they would show the stories you know Mark Spitz yep, Greg yep, Luganis right, or whatever right, right, and that now because everything is politicized I don't watch anything sports I watched about four minutes of the Olympics. 
I normally would watch it, especially at night. I would tune in just to see what was going on. I was always aware of the metal count and everything. But because of this whole wokeness thing and anti-American everything, I don't want to watch people go up and protest under the very flag that got them there. You're absolutely right. That Listen, do we all have issues? Does everyone have a right to protest? Yes, we do. There's other ways that you can do it. You should not be stealing that format. It's also not fair to your brothers and sisters that work their way up there, too, for you to be stealing the limelight to protest when everybody... I mean, this is the first time I'm reading articles when the women's soccer team lost a chance at the gold. Americans were cheering that they lost because the girl with the purple hair is so anti-American. Right. Right. It's It's horrible. It's just completely upside down and and by design too i mean this is what's this is what the creep of socialism does and this is you know this is a a much bigger thing uh having impact in all aspects of our lives from the and it's all tied together from the shootings in the streets to the to the wild crime to the lockdowns to to everything else you know covid made this all possible and in 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 hyperspace uh so you know, we're, we're feeling it. It's just that it's not being connected together. I mean, it's just, it's horrible. I mean, again, all all the other sports stuff never bothered me. They could all kneel. They yeah, could all walk yeah. out. They could all say their support okay, for well, China, whatever. I don't care. Athletes. Right. It was their own, whatever. What They were risking their own contracts or whatever. But when, when, when everything, when you're talking about the Olympics, you're talking about representing the United States of America. And you're doing it pretty damn poorly. And that's what got you there. Yes. You know, we're still we're still the greatest experiment in the world, regardless of what people say. Yeah. We're crumbling. We're on the downward slope of the bell curve like yep. the Roman Empire. That's right. <clears throat> Democratic socialism has taken over. The media has taken over. And uh, all of this uh, social media has completely taken over. Um, you know, we talk about uh, social media and uh, how the other side is so organized, Facebook and Google and Apple, they are spending millions and millions and millions of dollars to change the narrative. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just read uh, Every Town for Gun Safety, which is Bloomberg, right now they're spending $3 million on how to train volunteers to run for office. I mean... Have you... Have you uh, even just surfed any of like YouTube or anything else like that? The amount of money that they're that that group is spending on anti-gun ads. You can't is watch a video. You can't watch watch a half hour of videos on YouTube. Yeah. Right? right. And you will basically be inundated with anti-gun stuff. Yep. Absolutely. And now they're going after AR-15s. You know the the one 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 woman from uh, Cher, Cher, uh, uh, Sandy Hook. Correct. Over and over and over again, they show the same thing. You know, I can't monetize on YouTube because I'm in the violence industry. Right. So I was just looking. I really don't follow my... I post the radio show teaser on YouTube all the time, right? Yeah. So I have 23,632 subscribers under uh, Gun For Hire range, Sandy. Mm -hmm. And uh, looking at the videos, I have one video. Where is it? Sort by most viewed. I'm shooting, it was a parody video, right? I'm shooting a 50 cal Desert Eagle. I have 7.3 million views. 7.3 million views on one video. 
and it's a parody. And most of the comments under it are negative because they think they don't know me and my personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the way I'm joking and stuff. I shot it with like I was sassy. I shot the 50 Cal Desert Eagle one handed with my hand on my side. Yeah, 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 like I was just getting ready to say, my mama said that you can't do that. You know right, what I mean? Like right, right, I, the right, right, whole right. thing was a parody setup, and uh, but every so many people think it's serious. It went viral. I am not allowed to monetize because I'm in the violence industry. Oh. If you try to find gun for hire range, if you try to search gun for hire on um, uh, on like TikTok or something, it's all shadow banned. You can't find it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all of that crap. It's all rigged. It's all fixed, whatever. These guys and girls from these tech companies, the dirty hippie, the booster seat bitch, and the one whose name I can't pronounce from Alphabet or whatever, uh, Sunjar or whatever. Uh, That's not a racist thing. I just can't pronounce his name. I can't pronounce Caucasian people's names either. Go back and listen to previous shows. That's very true. (laughs) All right? There's there's the king of malapropism. (laughs) (laughs) fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square. Open the lid and drop the shit bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, shit bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice shit bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest shit bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters. No problem. Just set it to high, and the Shipbaggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size shipbag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the Shipbaggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. Before we get into it, speaking of the king of malapropisms, have you seen, uh, for those of you nationally, uh, Curtis Sliwa is running for mayor of the yes. city of New York. I just, I just generally, I hope he gets in. I would just like to watch the press conferences. That's all. I know Curtis for a long, long time. 
He's calling for he's calling for uh, what's his name uh, CNN to fire uh, Fredo's brother. Yeah, they should Chris Cuomo because in the scenes and helping his brother continue to uh, molest young women. But it wasn't molesting; it was because he's Italian. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can can we get away with that? I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. No. No, probably not. No, we, I can't get away with anything. No, that's true, yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't even care. Some housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger. Marty'sVBurger.com. Mention Gun for Hire. Gun for Hire Radio. Get 20% off. Check out his chicken sandwich. I prefer the Marty Burger, the V-Burger. Uh, Marty'sVBurger.com. You can pick up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Uh, and be, be aware, if you're walking to his location and walking your dogs, please carry a, a, a leash. Yes. Make sure your dogs are on a leash. You know, Laszlo from Monster Coatings was yep, here putting was. the Gun For Hire logos and the clear epoxy on the range floors. Yes. And he got to meet Marty because when he went to Marty's V-Burger to eat, Marty wasn't in that day. Ah. And it's nice when the quarantine crawl businesses Get meet. Get to meet I, each other, yeah. Yep, yeah. I can't wait till we have everything set up here with the quarantine crawl area, with the map, and everybody's going to be able to drop off their promotional marketing materials, and they're all going to take turns displaying their products, wares, and services here. It's going to be phenomenal. Well, so that, did a hell of a job, too. With the the floors, floors are phenomenal. Floors are phenomenal. Yeah, I, sh I shot a few videos. Yeah. Uh, Quarantinecrawl.com. Support those who support you. It's our chamber of commerce. Gun Lawyer Podcast, Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Don't forget my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Crimeproofbook.com. Uh, well, I'm not going to say anything else about that right now. Uh, let's talk about, uh, I'm not going to talk about the new range right now. And let's talk about, I have down here. Uh, oh, Jim Howard made a last-minute donation this morning just in time to get his name mentioned for the tip of the spear raffle. Jim Jim Howard, he, 9 million donations so far. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Eye Place, by the way, uh, my eye doctor, uh, Dr. Bernie Gutman, is back on Route 10 in uh, Cedar Knolls area. Oh, great. Yes, if anybody needs shooting glasses, he's advertising he's best, again. Man. Yes, he's advertising again in the ANJRPC uh, newsletter. Check out the iPlace. iPlaceNewJersey.com would be his, um, his uh, website. ANJRPC, we're having an annual meeting on 1017. It's probably going to be a virtual annual meeting the way things are going right now. I have an NRA board meeting around uh, Labor Day weekend in Houston. Who knows what's going to happen with the uh, next variant or something. So. Uh, don't forget uh, the Gun for Hire range, Mount Gummore edition will be opening soon. Two new ranges, uh, 15 port members only and 10 port uh, overflow, 25 yard. We'll have pop-up quarantine crawl food, business products and services, a large lounge and refreshment area, 220 parking spaces, many, many more surprises like a large retail area, members buyers club, etc. Uh, if you want to become a member, check out gunforhire.com for membership info. We also are going to be having shooting leagues and matches. We're going to be hosting them here as well as shooting clinics. So uh, we're going to have a lot going on for uh, people that always wanted to get into any kind of league shooting. We also uh, plan next year to open the second floor, which is two more ranges, meeting rooms, party rooms, and a 6,500-square-foot uh, members-only cigar lounge. Hmm, I wonder who's going to use that. But anyway... Uh, 
Let's talk about what's going on the rest of the world in New Jersey. So Nick Testaccio, who's been on the radio show before, always sends me scholarly stuff. And uh, basically, Mexico just sued U.S. gun manufacturers over arms trafficking. Jesus. So what Mexico is saying is that guns that were purchased legally or illegally that makes its way to Mexico and adds to their bloodshed and crime, it's the fault of the gun manufacturers. Of course it is. Just like they're trying to play in New Jersey, in the United States, that, you know, if a a car is liable for a drunk driver, I guess, right? Exactly right. Right? Because we've we've had this angle. So he wrote, Nick wrote, this case can be made for this being an act of war. The question is whether the groups and lawyers of the Second Amendment community will fight this as such or cower in a corner using the mumbo-jumbo from decisions such as Heller. I agree with you, Nick. Uh, Probably no one's really paid much mind to this, but it's interesting that Mexico is suing us for gun trafficking because it's our fault that Mexico has such a high level of crime. I'm sure the corruption and the drug trafficking have absolutely nothing to do with it, right? This is another baseless, frivolous, stupid lawsuit. And it's the same thing. Where's my wearing us down? This is another one. You know, New Jersey, now that Grubel left, Grubel, Grubel left, New Jersey suing Smith & Wesson, and a New Jersey judge just ruled that Smith & Wesson must give New Jersey internal documents on how it markets its guns. New Jersey is suing gun manufacturers saying that they're marketing their guns towards children, and they want to sue them under consumer protection laws. How is that? You see, this it never, it never ever, no. ever ends. It's a constant Sandy. drip, drip, drip drip that they will attack us with and they're coming at us from every single angle smith and wesson smokes spokesperson following in the abusive footsteps of repressive regimes the new jersey attorney general has taken a series of actions to suppress smith and wesson's speech in order to hurt the company both financially and reputationally okay They keep subpoenaing the gun manufacturers, okay? Because, you know, there's a federal law that shields gun companies, that you can't blame the gun manufacturer for a crime committed by someone with the gun. It makes logical sense. Yeah, right. But states like New Jersey go, you know, even though we know there's a a law, and even though we know there's Supreme Court rulings on this, we have bottomless pockets because it's taxpayer money, and the gun manufacturers do not have bottomless pack pockets, so let's just keep wearing them down. Am I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. So that's what they do. That's the tact. Wear everybody down. Wear us down. So we, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, the third tier, keep funding these frivolous lawsuits that are intended to take our rights to protect ourselves. Yeah. It's a vicious circle that never ends. That's right. It literally is a vicious circle that never ends. And then what do we have? We get articles like this. I just read this. uh, This is from the Washington Examiner, and it was by Christy Tremologi. And she wrote, in order to save lives, the Philadelphia DA must prosecute criminals. Could you imagine (laughs) such a thing? What what a novel idea. But the prosecutor in uh, the DA, excuse me, the DA in Philly says... He shifted the attention from his failed policies by blaming Republicans in the state General Assembly and the NRA. 
It's the NRA. Krasner <laughs> Solution. What is the NRA got Here to it do is. With it? Here it is. Krasner Solution to the meteor meteoric rise in gun debts in Philadelphia is to revote Republicans out of office. He declared that corrupt Republican politicians supported by the NRA are the people who keep endangering the lives of law-abiding citizens in Philadelphia. So it's like mayors and, and uh, you know borough presidents and whatever who are running around shooting the, the citizenry? Is that what's Correct. going on? Correct. Oh. And here's the sad thing. In 2020, African-Americans made up 84% of the victims in the city's 2,300 shootings. And 500 of them died. 500 out of 2,300 died out of that. And eight, it was eight, 500 were African-American that died out of that. This is 84% of the victims were minorities. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, the district attorney is saying it's the NRA's fault. And mostly in certain neighborhoods. Correct. You, you, you go into Correct. North Philly, it's, it, I mean, there are places Jose and I used to go to eat. Um, you know. Oh, yeah. Where, I mean, both of us had to be armed. I mean, great places, but both of us had to be armed to be between parking your car and walking literally across the street to get into uh, Frankie and Tony's or something like and that. Was These are the things that Maj, that Maj Torre yes, is right. fighting about Absolutely. all the time. Yes. You know, and uh, that's the problem. And that's um, his home court, too. But, you know, it's it's funny, too, because you don't hear any... Um, you don't hear any rebuttal from Maj, even though you know he's saying something. He's trying to get press. He's never quoted against that. It's, it's, it's literally crazy. So here, listen to what the DA has done since he's been in office, even though it's the NRA's fault and, and corrupt Republicans. Since he's been district attorney, prosecution of gun crimes has drastically fallen. As the local blog Broad and Liberty spells out, Krasner has overseen in a 17% in withdrawals of dismissals of gun charges this year compared to 2015. <laughs> and this lack of prosecutions has coincided with a nearly 60% decrease in guilty pleas in gun crimes. So they keep dropping the gun charges so people don't have to plead guilty to it, so they don't go to jail. Revolving door criminal justice system for the second tier, the first tier giving the second tier a pass, right? Yep. But it's the corrupt Republicans and the NRA's fault. Of course it is. Sandy, it never, it never, it just never ends. No. It, no, it really no. just never, ever, ever ends. So what do I have here now? Uh, this article was written uh, by the uh, staff of Full Mag News. Uh, there is a battle going on in North Carolina over pistol purchase permit laws that have been in place since the Jim Crow era. Republicans in the state are looking to overturn the laws, and gun control activists are standing alongside Democrats, Democrats fighting to keep them in place. This is just what happened at Illinois, too. The same thing yeah. that happened there. It, we have this in New Jersey already. The whole gun permitting scheme is a classist scam. It started as a racist scam, yeah, right. and it's turned into a classist scam over and over and over again. And people do not get it. It is to keep the undesirables from getting guns. You make the system as ambiguous and as confusing and as scary as possible, and you knock out an entire swath of people that you deem not worthy of carrying or possessing a firearm. And that's what they're doing over and over again. But you, need, you don't need ID. You don't need ID to vote. No. Oh, you can't have ID to vote. No. It's racist. That would be racist. I know. Remember about, what was it, the 70s or the 60s with the Saturday Night Special uh, campaign? 
60s. 60s. 60s into the 70s, yes. That was during the time when America was burning, when actually when Newark, when all of New Jersey was burning. Many of the big inner cities during the riots, after all the uh, high-profile assassinations, too. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Robert Kennedy. Kennedy. Yep, it got to a point where it it just boiled over. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to do that, right? No, you could. Uh, You know, New Jersey, John Petrolino just wrote another article. New Jersey had another illegal uh, gun buyback program in four cities, one in a town right next to me. And uh, comp- uh, Cam Edwards, uh, you know, I, I always say that gun buybacks, like you and I say, are destroying our history. Yeah. But Cam Edwards coined this one. It's called compensated confiscations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's true. He did. And it's over and over and over again where they brag about these gun buybacks. And you see the pictures, and it's like junk. It's crap, yeah. It oh, is crap. Junk. Yeah. It is rusted guns, a couple of bolt action guns. Now, don't get me wrong. In one picture, I saw a sawed off shotgun, really short, shorty, too, you know, yeah. and a couple of Glocks, but a lot of the other revolvers are like, you know, these big, <laughs> these big, like 1942 uh, 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 Ivor Johnson <laughs> guns, yeah, you know. Right, right, and then, right, the, right. of course, you talk Saturday specials like the little Brico and Lorchin Arms and yeah, Phoenix yeah. Arms, the little 25s or whatever. But you know what? The, I don't care what anybody says. There's no gangbanger walking in and turning in a gun no. for 125 or $200 no or 250 Worth a lot more to him. Correct. Any... Any guns like that, uh, they're going to keep and use. Or rent out to other guys. Correct. Gangs. Yeah. So now with 3D printing and so-called ghost guns, could you print a polymer gun with a fictitious serial number on it, I guess? Remember, I used to talk about making a gun, but now can you print a gun for like $50 and turn it in for 250 Probably. I don't know how it works. I don't have a 3D printer. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, I guess they couldn't deny taking that gun back, right? Yeah, I mean, you, couldn't you print out like an AR lower? Or aren't that that's pretty? I don't pretty know. I don't know if that would be considered something for the buyback. But like Evan Napin says, the buybacks are illegal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, this came from uh, Marty, the vegan pilot who owns Marty V Burger. He wrote um, AOC. Ocasio-Cortez back group honors multiple convicted cop killers, and of course she supports Joanne Chesimard. Oh, great! Of course. Uh, well, of course, because again, uh, Chesimard would be a second tier, and AOC is a first tier. That's okay? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this broad coalition of uh, liberal groups uh, sent a text message to supporter last last week saying, "Black August is when." We commemorate the lives of our fallen freedom fighters and political prisoners. Freedom fighter. Yeah, and the AOC squad members promote, defund the police, but spend thousands on private security. Well, we know that. That's right, exactly. And uh, the text message continued by talking about what activists and social justice organizations can do during Black August. And it mentioned signing clemency positions for uh, uh, Shakur, who is also known as uh, Joanne Chesimard who killed a uh, state trooper That's right. in uh, Werner Foster in 1973. Mm-hmm. And then in, um, she had a couple other bank robberies, and she escaped from prison. So they're actually, the squad is supporting um, get, making her become a free person so she doesn't hide out in Cuba anymore, yeah, where maybe, she's been since 1981. can go visit Cuba and live there. Well, yeah, it would be so much better for that. Well, that's almost a bright socialism. Yeah. I saw a really uh, a, a poignant meme uh, the other day. 
it was four squares in a meme and it had four pictures and it said uh this is true and sad picture number one had a picture of a cuban sandwich and said cuban sandwich in new jersey picture number two a cuban sandwich said cuban sandwich in new york picture number three had a cuban sandwich and said this is a cuban sandwich in miami picture number four had an empty plate and said this is a cuban sandwich in cuba <laughs> that's so true that is so true right yeah well when the chef's uh, when uh, Castro's chefs came out and said, uh, you know, here's some great recipes for rodent. Rodent and, remember, banana peel is and also nutritious. Yes, we reported nutritious. on both of we those. <laughs> <laughs> banana peel. But if that person, we tried any of the recipes. No, but. banana peel, and they were talking about eating rodents. So the, the, only, the only place you can't get a Cuban sandwich if you're uh, third tier. Well, it's see, now Cuba. Cuba, Cuba has reached what New, the United States is trying to reach is you only want two tiers. That's right, yeah, yeah. You want the ruling class. Right, and the rest. And, and the serfs. And that's what you want through a, a whole series of misinformation, working with the media, working with the political elites, Hollywood and everything. That's where we're, we're headed. That's right. You know, uh, John Kerry is our climate activist. And so far this year, he's taken 16 flights on his private jet. What is his car? His carbon footprint really? is bigger than his chin. <laughs> it's like, it's very true. You know what it's I mean? so ridiculous. Yeah. And the yeah. populace doesn't see this they don't know the, the normal the normal low information voters no. they're watching listen i flip the channels i don't watch network or cable tv news but i flip the channels and i see what's going on in our country with the brainwashing yeah. okay i see what's going on millions of people are trying to move to florida and texas yet the mainstream media is constantly talking about how bad it is in florida and texas <laughs> right exactly you can't get in there the price of real estate is through the roof and and, and the waiting lines to buy a house or out that door but it's so horrible and meanwhile you see like wow what, happened? what did i eat it looks like it was good too hmm. you know <laughs> You think Harpo, Harpo Cuomo, Jeffrey Epstein, et cetera, et cetera, Harvey Weinstein, would they have been able to operate that long if somebody took a stand? No. No, but the media knew about it. All right. of the other first-tier ruling class knew what was going on, and they turn a blind eye to it. Right. Okay? Nobody wants to do investigative journalism anymore if it involves someone in the first tier. Right. Somebody like me, it's the news oh, if I screw God. up. I'm shadow banned. I can't monetize this thing, that thing, the other thing. And the elites, they're up there, man. They're eating jumbo, jumbo shrimp. And they're laughing their asses off that they actually have people wiping their butt with one piece of toilet paper to save the planet. Meanwhile, Leonardo DiCaprio flies across the world in his private Gulfstream to get a cup of coffee. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, or pick up an under or anyway, pick up a younger woman. Yeah, younger. Uh, what, what, whatever right. it may be, right? Yeah. So, you know, we're still offering the Utah CCW here. For a while, one of our guys in the New Jersey Firearms Owner Syndicate exploited a loophole where an FID card from New Jersey was enough to get you a PA non-resident carry permit. Yeah. And so many people flooded that sheriff's officer with calls, emails showing up and stuff that they have they have the uh, PA AG is reviewing it now Ugh. and uh, it doesn't look good. So uh, it's on hold for now. They're not processing any new permits or anything. 
So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty damn bad. So, but Mark Cheeseman and a few other guys there uh, initiated this, uh, Scott Archer, a couple other people, and uh, they got it pushed over the goalpost. And then, you know, just like anything else, so many people got excited about it. And uh, once the sheriff saw this huge uh, influx, he was like, well, wait a minute. Why aren't people going to other sheriff's uh, counties and getting their permit, too? And he's like, oh, maybe we're, you know, it's not all black and white here. Maybe we need to research this a little bit. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, it is now gone. So and details will follow on it sooner or later. So I want to talk now. Um, my chiropractor has been doing physical therapy on me for my uh, sciatica, which is uh, Cedar Grove Chiropractic, uh, Dr. Jeff uh, Burrows. And um, he's a good friend, by the way. Of, uh, he knows he's a colleague of Christopher Kent, which we know is another two-way warrior yeah. and doctor and lawyer and chiropractor and everything else. So um, Dr. Burrows' mom works at the, uh, at the, uh, the chiropractic center, too, as well. And um, she read my book, and she has a grandson going off to college, and she started asking her son, did you get this for him for his dorm room? That He's going to be in a fraternity house. And, you know, it was like, you know, puzzled looks on her face. So grandma and grandpa went out and bought him a fire extinguisher for oh, his room. That's great. And I just love, you know, that I'm, I'm helping so many people. And yeah. she's going to be implementing a few other things from, from the book as well. And... So page 157 of Crime Proof, uh, think like a criminal and uh, uh, beat them at their own game. So I want to talk about uh, uh, campus protection. And I wrote, uh, I wanted to add this chapter on campus protection because your children are, in fact, your most valuable asset. With me, it would be the dog, but, you know, everybody has their yeah, thing. It's a, it's a yeah. matter of degree. Yeah. And many children go off to college and they'll either stay on campus or off campus. Parents are extremely protective and overprotective of their children. And once they go to campus, they lose that control. And for many parents, out of sight is out of mind. Hope that you have instilled the proper mentality into them and be full of faith that they will make good decisions because of your influence. When your child... Uh, when you bring your child to that campus and you're setting them up in the dorm room, as a parent, you should look around and make sure all of the hallways and the fire exits are well marked. Check that security is, in fact, being used in the building. When you go to your child's dorm room, there are some items that you may or may not want to add to your list. Most people will make sure that their children have a little refrigerator, the newest iPhone, and the best laptop. However, parents won't spend a few hundred dollars to buy them a fire extinguisher or a ladder to throw out the window should they be caught in a fire on the second or third floor. And that's a big one. You can buy a first alert uh, chain ladder. comes in a red bag. You can buy it online. You can buy it at almost every home center. Uh, you can probably get it at Firematic in Garfield. And we're talking under $60. That's great. For what second great, or yeah. third floor. That's yes. Great idea. Uh, how about a personal alarm that can go on the door book? That's on the doorknob. That's listed in my book too, so that they can set before they go to bed at night to prevent someone from sneaking in the room. Uh, what other items should you be thinking about? There's nothing wrong with buying your child a plug-in smoke and carbon monoxide detector to keep plugged into their dorm room or their fraternity house room at night, right? Right. How about setting up a small bag of essentials for your child in case of an emergency, aka a bug out bag? This bag should have Siloom light sticks, some MREs. These are prepacked portions of food, uh, some packets of water, okay? Uh, that's easy to buy. Uh, you can buy potable water in packets that have a five-year shelf life on any online website, all right? 
other items that should be in there, uh, some energy bars or protein bars. You can have uh, survival tools in there, like a knife. This bag could be in their vehicle. This bag could be in their dorm room. Better to be in their vehicle if, they're, if they have a car on or off campus. Uh, but this is the money you want to spend for your most valuable asset. Also, check the local laws. If you're outside of New York and New Jersey, you know, you can get lipstick bodyguard. Right, right. You can get saber mace if you right, want, and your right. kids should have that. You can keep one in their room, all right? right. Uh, we have pen class coming up. I don't even know when. September something. Have your kids take a defensive pen class, uh, yeah. September 3rd. Have them take a class in self-defense, uh, basic judo defense or whatever. Uh, but, again, having a knife in the room, having mace in the room, having a flashlight, an emergency flashlight plugged into the wall, into their dorm room or fraternity room, that should the lights go out, the nightlight goes on on that, and it has a couple-hour charge. How many kids are really going to have a flashlight in their dorm room? They're going to use their phone as a flashlight, and if the power's out, how soon is that phone going to be dead? Yeah, very quickly. How about giving your kids some emergency cash in that envelope? Right. That they won't spend. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> or emergency cash is like a you know a calzone at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but these are the things you know. Just lighting, you have to do an assessment. You know, visualization and mindset. You have to go through what do they have in the car, what don't they have in the car, and listen. So you could you could if you give them a bug out bag in one of the pouches of a bug out bag, you can put a tightly folded envelope with like fifty dollars in singles. They won't even know it's there. Right. Right. You could put a couple of MREs stuffed above it or not. And if the shit hits the fan, you can tell your son or daughter, I got some, there's some get out of town money for you in this thing. Really? Where is it that? It's in that, oh, son of a bitch. How long has it been in there? Right. You know, imagine at the end of the four years, your, your kids finish a four year university and then you tell them, by the way, Timmy, it was $300. <laughs> in that bug out backpack right. where is the backpack and they'll be like, uh i left it at joey's house uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so things like that i love the, the the lock on the door when you go to bed at night i i just love that you just slide it in and it can prevent somebody from jimmy and open a lock you could take a lipstick bodyguard or a, a saber mace and you could velcro it to the door frame inside of their apartment yeah so that if they're, somebody's trying to break in, they can arm themselves with that. A high-lumen flashlight that's stuck in um, a charger in, in, the, um, in the socket on the wall is just a great thing to have. A hand-crank charger. All of this is covered in my book. A hand-crank USB charger, man. Lights are out three or four days. Your child will be the most popular person in that dorm yeah, because right. everybody will be zzz, zzz, charging their phones off right. of it. If you read my book in the bug out bag, there's also disposable phone chargers that take regular dry cell batteries. Yeah, right. So you could buy online two or three sleeves of dry cell batteries that you keep in that bug out bag and one of those chargers, they make a charger that either that not 9 volt but they make it with the uh, AA batteries and they make one with C's and D's. You put the batteries in the stick, and there's a USB charger on the top. And you can charge like a whole phone or two charges off of the batteries and then throw the dry cell batteries in recycle. But in an emergency, it's a beautiful thing to have because most of your kids are never going to use C or D cell batteries anyway, so they're not going to steal them out of that bug out bag. Right. Because they don't have any devices that take those big ancient batteries anymore. Yeah. There's just so right. Am I right? You're right. Yeah. When's the last time you used a C or a D cell battery? Uh, not very long ago. <laughs> oh, you, you for what though? 
for the uh, flashlight that I keep in my car. Okay, that's that's what I use mine for too. In my house, though, I have uh, the blinds that go up and down, battery operated. They use yeah. uh, double double A's. Oh, really? They use uh, ten double A's in a 10 stick. Ten double A's. Ten double A's in a stick. Yeah, uh-huh. I buy the I buy the uh, no frills brand or whatever. That's one of the biggest uh, biggest heartbreaks I had was when uh, Radio Shack went out of business. Oh, I know. Uh, because except that you had to give your life story in order to get a double A battery. Yes, but. But Consumer Reports every year used to test batteries cost uh, by the value. Yeah, and, right. and, 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 and the Radio Shack bulk batteries always came out first over all the name brands. And I used to just go to Radio Shack and buy a sleeve of AA, AAA, 9-volt Cs and Ds. I always had them in the house. And then don't forget, I raised two boys for 14 years, two stepsons. So, you know, Christmas time, this thing, that thing, I always had all of... Uh, the batteries to fill all their toys and everything. And I didn't get ripped off because if you're going to use the bunny or the other one, you're going to pay three or four times the price. So do you have a bug-out bag for yourself? Do you have a bug-out bag for your kids? Do you have a bug-out bag in your kid's car? They don't necessarily have to have it in the dorm, but they should have it in their car in case they get stuck anywhere. Do you have a couple of space blankets in that car? Is there a, a regular wool, black wool blanket in their car SUV so they could cover their their goods when they go shopping and stuff so people you know can't see roving eyes can't see what they have these are all the things that you really have to think about when you send your kid off and obviously hopefully the first 18 years of their life you instill the level of uh mindfulness where they're going to be in condition yellow a lot but there's a pack mentality that happens when all the kids are on campus, they feel safe. Like, don't get me wrong. Well, m- 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 most people, including myself, you kind of almost, you have to break out of it. Because when I go on vacation, I try to feel safer because I'm trying to feel that criminals are on vacation too. Yeah. You know, I'm on vacation. I'm not going to be the victim of a crime. I'm smarter than that. So I'm always keeping my guard up. But once in a while, I'll feel myself slipping into that. Yeah. And so you have to do the same thing. Your kids, even though you taught them well at home when you weren't home or whatever with the house, don't answer the door, they'll answer the phone and everything. You have to you have to think that your kids are gonna fall into the same thing. If they're in a dorm or a fraternity house, I I, I would love to do a survey on a fraternity house out of a three hundred and sixty-five days out of the year, how many days the front door is actually locked. <laughs> I don't think you need a survey. I think you can probably say for safe. <laughs> None. Right. Right. So exactly. now your child should have a lock on their door. Right. Okay. Right. And the odds of that being locked, Sandy, is what? Is like the same as the front door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So please read the book crimeproofbook.com sandy's going to tell you about vhs of ocean county right now support those who support you come down to the range memberships are still available for mount gunmore we reached our first goal we are raising uh, money to provide care to homebound veterans and veterans with memory care needs Uh, i want to thank this week mark sanchez and armin v for their donations Yes, we reached our goal, but we're blowing past it. Thanks to you guys. We love you guys. Um, it's great. Uh, it takes about 100 bucks a day to provide care to these people. Please, let's not forget them. Uh, most of them don't get to see anybody except for that visiting nurse once a week. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good 
hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counter media production. The music used in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host and author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which you should be buying now for everyone you know who is going back to college or going to college for the first time. Uh, Anthony Calandro, we love you guys, and we will see you again next week. Till then, be safe. Love ya. From sea to the shine.